Hi, I'm Dina. I'm Randy. And I'm Lovetto. We're Hydrogen and Stupidity. Join us every week as we discuss the unexplained, unimaginable, and downright ridiculous. We explore true crime, aliens, supernatural, conspiracies, cryptids, paranormal, and anything in between. We're not experts, but just three friends who like to talk about the bizarre. So let's get started. Stay out of their lanes. But they entered the hashtag danger zone. Well, that's their problem. Yeah, they tried to get Kenny Loggins involved, but he... He said well, no. He, like he does with us, doesn't he, return calls. He said nay. Nay. You would think that someone you call 40 or 50 times a day would answer the phone. You would think, but he hasn't, and it's making me sad. Sad times. Kenny. KL. Okay, let let me just put this out there. What what are we going to do when he finally responds? He won't. I'll just be like, what's up, dude? Maybe he will. Maybe. I'll be like, what's up? Maybe he won't. Maybe maybe we get to the size of some of these larger podcasts. Well, you know, if he doesn't, we'll just move on to Kenny Rogers. If we could get to 10 listeners, I'd be happy. We have 10 listeners. We don't. Yeah, we do. No, we don't. Don't count your family. There's 2,200 people of... No, downloaded. No. We've been listened to That's in all our family. <laughs> I don't know anyone in Romania. I don't either. Or Belgium. I do. do or no. or the uh, countries that they're like, well, you know what? We don't know where this is. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the NSA computers. Our uh, CIA agents are like, this is tight. <laughs> it's fucking lit, dude. The, the, their partner over at the FBI is like, Bit, are you kidding? Have you listened to them lately? <clears throat> yeah. yeah. It's like a shame we're going to have to bust them on securities fraud. Everything. <laughs> securities fraud? They start giggling when Randy tries to find the dark web. Randy Googles dark web. <laughs> <laughs> and then it like pops up and they're like, don't click it. Don't, don't click please, that. Don't, he clicks it and don't. they're like, I, you know, I just type 39. in dark web. They're look like, great. Like, now now we have to flag this fucker. Yeah. <laughs> I just type it in and go. Just it, going am I on there? the dark web is not enough to get flagged. Right. Hey, have you talked to your CIA agent lately? Because I haven't. They're probably what? bored. They're bored of shit. Because I don't have one. <laughs> oh, no, we all do. Until you start doing things that, you have no that idea bring you on the radar. What I Google for uh, research. Give us an example. Just name it. Mm. All right. Very Plum- inappropriate. Plumpkin. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, Alabama Hot Pocket. I don't even need to know. Yes. You've researched the Alabama Hot Pocket? Yes. How about the Alaskan Pipeline? Yes. Cincinnati yes. Gas Mask. Sandy Cup yes. Cleveland yes. Steamer. New York Flapjack. Yes. Harry Houdini. Yes. Strawberry yes. Donut. Harry and the Hendersons. <laughs> yes. One person has to be so dressed up like Bigfoot up to do that one. Everything. All these depraved sexual acts. For, for research. Yeah. <laughs> Both my agents love me. Okay. Lavetta, what do you have for us? What? <laughs> uh, nothing. I need a I need a an equensu orcha effect. What? I don't know what that is. I don't either. Ace Ventura. When nature calls. What about it? Equensu orcha. What okay, is that? go ahead. No, say it. What, what is? The, no, wait, I need to be reminded of that. Uh, the, it was. Uh, it meant in um, that so, language, white devil. Oh yeah. 
And they put his hair. And then he got stabbed with the yeah. spear. <laughs> In both legs. <laughs> <laughs> Underrated movies. I love them. All of those were. I love Jim Carrey. Have you guys heard of the uh, Aurora, Texas UFO incident? No. I have not. Why? I have no idea, but I need to know. Continue, sir. How could you not have heard of this? I haven't. Oh, well. Or maybe. I don't know. So it involved (laughs) a UFO crash and a dead alien. Roswell. No, this is Aurora, Texas. Roswell. Aurora. Continue. Why is she so (laughs) combative? She's very sassy right now. So this happened on uh, April 17th, 1897. The fuck? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead. What were you going to say? Nope. You know what? You do this on purpose. Go. You guys do, do this you, on purpose. What do you, what do you, do you do want to trigger me? How is Aurora, April Texas? I'm, 1897 I'm... triggering? Aurora, Texas. <laughs> Aliens. Randy, what was triggering about saying it? I don't know. Everything is... Because every... <laughs> just ergot fueled in the 1800s. I'm, so catch- these, I'm catching up. These always interest me because there were airplanes. There was really nothing flying around they had balloons i think yeah they because well i don't know maybe 19 world war one they used balloons a lot for scouting or for yeah they had balloons yeah so that would would have been like the only thing um well this thing there was uh according to an article written in the dallas morning news by se hayden the ufo was said to have hit a windmill on the property of a Judge J.S. Proctor, two days earlier, around 6 a.m. So, happened on the 17th of April, but the story was published on the 19th. It was reported as like a, a long cylindrical object, cigar-shaped, that came over some hills, hit a windmill, and then crashed. And the uh, body of the pilot was said to have been of not of this world. And they tried to help it, but it eventually died. And then they buried it in the uh, cemetery at the town there. It was a big attraction. And then uh, as these things normally happen, it mysteriously disappeared. Yeah. So it's not there. But it's interesting that that came up with. The article was called, or a windmill demolishes it was the uh, title of that. So, in 1897, before airplanes, so it's it's weird of, like, what do you think this is? You know what I mean? Like, there's nothing what? in the sky. So, when someone comes out and claims that they saw something flying, you know, kind of like the air got, was it a hallucination? Was, you know, I don't know if UFOs of that type have been described that far back. That's the first time I've actually heard of uh, a UFO being described as, like, a dildo really you know not a couple days ago american airlines pilot going from uh i don't know where he was coming from they were going to new mexico phoenix maybe they were flying over new mexico on the way to phoenix Mm. but anyway he they have a recording where he called air traffic control was like do you have any targets up here and they were like no he said oh well i hate to say it but we just had a object fly over the top of the aircraft really fast and it looked like a long cylindrical object (laughs) this was like a few days ago yeah there's been multiple sightings and and recordings of of different 
size or shape of vehicles, yeah. aircraft vehicles. I've always cylindrical, I've heard a lot of triangular, the, yeah. round. See, I've mostly heard of just like the flying saucer. Well, a lot of them are triangular in, okay, in nature. Yeah, I have heard the triangular ones, but cylindrical is is very common also. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I've heard about this one a lot. This was on a couple of shows. Uh, the UFO Files investigated it. UFO Hunters did it, and uh, I thought there was another one. BBC, I think, had something on it. Yeah, it was on uh, a key plot point in the BBC Sounds uh, sci-fi audio drama, The Cipher, in 2020. So this one's been pretty popular. And I also liked the History Channel's Hangar 1, the UFO Files. You ever see that show? It's mm-hmm. pretty good. They just have a lot of stuff like this. There was a couple never... of um, contradictory things. Um, one of them was about a well, that apparently the windmill was over a well. I didn't know. It was like... That's what powered the water pump, I guess, was right. the windmill. They said that it, when it hit that, pieces of it fell down into the well, and they covered it up. And then somebody else bought the property in the 40s, and they dug the well out, and they ended up getting sick because of the contaminations from that craft. And then he sealed it up with a concrete slab in 1945. That guy's name was Oates. He developed a uh, severe case of arthritis after digging the well out. Mm. With all of that stuff. It says, reportedly a wreckage from the crash site was dumped into a nearby well located under the damaged windmill that the craft hit. Uh, while some ended up with the alien in the grave. That was a weird way to word that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the, they dumped it in there and they put some of the material with the alien in the grave. Um, of course, the that's In gone. the well or the separate grave? In the, they put some in the well and some in the grave with okay. the alien. So I don't know. That's why. weird. That's, that is weird. Why they would do that? Of course, it's theorized that it's a been, that it was a hoax, and they had a an eighty six year old woman in in nineteen eighty. Her name was Etta Peegs, who uh, claimed that Hayden had fabricated the entire story, stating that uh, Hayden wrote it as a joke and to bring interest to Aurora because the town was dying mm. back then. They could have just cut off limbs. <laughs> they yeah, just cut off limbs. The nubs of Aurora. <laughs> Aurora Nubs, Texas Nub City. Yeah. Nub, so, Nub City, Texas. Were there any <clears throat> like other descriptors of the alien other than just not of this world? No, not that I found. Hmm. Did um, the government come in and get small. him? No, it just says that the, the grave just disappeared. There were no the government didn't show up to the crash site or anything like that like it did in the, in the 40s when the uh, Roswell. I've looked this up a little bit. And at AuroraTexas.gov. There's a there's a historical plaque and board everything. of commissions slash historic preservation. They talk about the crash landing and the original front page of the Dallas uh, Morning News as of April nineteenth, eighteen ninety seven. That was provided to them by Jim Mars, but they actually have a tombstone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they gave him the a, a proper Christian burial. Yeah. He was buried with Christian rites. Right. And they nicknamed him Ned. And it's called Ned's Tombstone. And that's, that's his tombstone. Yeah. I've oh, seen wow. that before, yeah. It's it, obviously not on the original site. It's part of their historic... Heritage. Of, part of their Aurora. heritage, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is the, the resulting crash... Uh, the pilot 
this is who is reported to be not of this world and a Martian, according to a reported Army Signal Service officer named T.J. Weems from nearby Fort Worth. Uh, did not survive the crash and was buried with Christian rites by a traveling pastor named William Russell Tabor at the nearby Aurora Cemetery. The cemetery contains a Texas Historical Commission marker mentioning the incident. Uh, there's a couple of things talking about the the dying town and all that. The railroad bypassed them is what the what Etta Peig said, and the town was dying. So she and then she further claimed that. Judge Proctor never operated a windmill on his property, and this statement's been disputed in an episode of uh, UFO Hunters, which they found what they claimed to be the base of a wooden water pump, uh, water pump tower constructed around the well. So there's a, you know, like she's trying to say that it was a hoax. Now, I always wonder when people do that, if they're trying to like get attention on themselves by claiming the but story like, was fake. She would have been three. <laughs> Well, you know, I mean, if you grew up in the town, well, yeah, some people are liable to talk about it, you know. But um, she she may not even know, and that could just be hearsay. It's you know, I heard from somebody that Judge Proctor didn't have a windmill, uh, but they found the evidence that there was actually something there. So, and then it said, uh, paranormal researcher Jerry Drake uh, in the April twelfth, twenty twenty episode of Monster Talk Live podcast challenged the finding noting the well was clearly a bucket well of modern construction estimated to be built sometime after 1940 and not a well designed for use with a windmill so there's two different contradictory things saying one of them was like yeah no there was a windmill there that that ran a water pump and then the other one's like oh no it was uh the well's there but it wasn't designed for use hmm. with a windmill as a bucket well this uh, so this paranormal guy yeah, that was uh, the, on the Monster Talk Live podcast. Gotcha. Or, well, the Monster Talk Live podcast. I like the UFO stories. I I just don't know that I would know enough about windmills to look at it and be like, that's not one from 1897. <laughs> <laughs> I because like how Randy brings the windmill aspect into it. I don't know. Let's bring, let's bring the windmills because back I for a second. Because I want to believe. I want to believe, too. I do want to believe. Let's take a step out for a second, though. Aurora was also a base for the USMC, United States Marine Corps, World War II glider base that was given up and taken over by the U.S. Navy. They built more than 14,000 gliders and trained more than 6,000 pilots for this program. Um, during World War World War Two, and it's uh, located at Eagle Mountain Lake. It was uh, completed in mid 1943. It aided many missions during the war, during the final glider mission during the invasion of Luzon in 1945, under the command of General MacArthur. And they recaptured uh, northern Philippines region occupied by Japanese forces. But it was more than just. You know, just a little small town. They also were doing new programs, you know, kind of special programs. In 1897? Special programs. I don't know when when the, it was, the landing field was established well, in there, 1942, but th there are a lot of programs within militaries that are never told out in the open. You know, they could have been doing a lot of testing and trainings out there in the middle of nowhere in Aurora, Texas. Yeah, but 
1897, because the airplane wasn't even invented until 1904. But gliders? Gliders no, aren't you, used for, no, uh, with you, engines? You, you don't understand that the wing wasn't even in... Nothing that could fly was invented at that point. That you know and of. you'd really have to have some kind of propulsion. And it wasn't developed by the military. It was developed by two Aliens. dudes in a garage guys, in North Carolina. Guys, just walk with me. No. Okay. I'm not going to walk they, with you down they an unrealistic path. Oh, I don't know. A kite, but larger. Right. And they got it up in the air via a wagon. And I feel like it'd be faster with just a horse. I feel like Listen it's to me. just not even <laughs> a thing. Maybe the government has more than what we think. Just saying. Oh, my God. I need, I need you to be president, Dina. Gliders. So you can get the book of secrets. I'm going to, whether I'm president or not. I'm not voting for her. They're, they're not going to vote for her because she looked up Alabama Hot Pockets. And- they're not going to vote for me because I don't sell into the notion of getting backers like every government official we've got. I think she's referring to lobbying. Yeah. So now FBI and CIA agents that are attached to me, you have something to do. You're welcome. Jesus. I don't know. The ones th- these these always interest me because there was no there wasn't anything flying around. And then to have something that's substantial enough to hit a windmill and knock it over because if it was like a kite. Yeah. <laughs> it probably wouldn't have broke the windmill. Don't knock the kites. You don't know anything about the kites and their wagons. I just want to know AKA who's stealing gliders. all this stuff. Who's stealing all this stuff? Stealing Alien what? bodies and and pieces of It's the men in black. It's... To the show though didn't exist i mean the movie didn't yeah. exist in 1897 so what are the carvings of ned's tombstone the alien i don't know i haven't seen them is it just like a ufo looking it, thing it looks like a pea pod a pea pod it looks like a saucer or a not a saucer but a cigar shaped thing with some windows flying dildo pea pod flying dildo with holes in it so mm. whistles oh god <laughs> whistles what if they named him ned why? Why did you name Ned? Why did you put that carving on there? Why did you preserve the ship? Because it was destroyed. Says they took, they threw it in the well. Somebody better dig that bitch it. up. Dig he it got, up. He got arthritis. You telling me nobody else has a, a fucking <laughs> well, nobody, shovels? Nobody wants that arthritis, so they don't go near yeah. it. <laughs> Dino, why, why did they call him Ned? I don't know. Why did they call him a whipping time? You know what? I'll go they dig it up. They didn't have L- that in Listen, Aurora, Texas. I'll come and be your advocate. Dina doesn't grasp the concept of time. I don't grasp the concept of time? <laughs> Explain that, sir. <laughs> sir. Things in 1897. Yeah. And she's like... Go out there and dig up the well. It's gone. And pick it up. Oh, it's gone. It's gone? it's gone? I guess. Something from aliens that were able to fly over to us in 1897. Just all of a sudden, there's nothing. Even though we've got archaeologists who can dig up dinosaurs from forever and ever amen ago they can't dig up a uh i don't know cylinder uh well they're busy right they're busy now. with what digging what up are they di- busy with digging up dinosaurs uh, the the dinosaurs can stay there they'll be they'll soaking be it there soaking the aurora texas ufo why are you so hostile she's so I'm not hostile you she's are mad. i'm not a hostile what you're doing is you are projecting <laughs> <laughs> No, what I'm saying is that Ned needs to be advocated for. 
Poor Ned. He's they dead. are advocating. How? They By gave exploiting him, a proper, him? They gave him a Christian burial. burial. They didn't try to find his family? What if he wasn't Christian? How they know I he... Can almost, I can almost how, guarantee you he know wasn't. What? How, how, how do they know he was a Ned? It's better than John Doe or Jane Doe. How they know he's a John or a Jane? They looked. They did? Are you sure? We don't have any they documentation? Stuck, they well, how you the cloaca. Why does he have they a cloaca, the, though? Right. I mean, is he like an alligator? You got to stick your finger up an alligator's hole to tell the uh, sex. <laughs> Are you okay? She's, she is. The She's fuck? fine. She's fine. I'm fine. I'm asking, why is he a Ned? Why, uh, why not? Why is he, he not a Nedia? Maybe Nadia. Ned is Nadia. short for Nedia. Uh, really? Maybe. Maybe they didn't know. They were like, Look, they, they give a bunch of nicknames do- back in 1897. Why are you so obsessed with 1897? Because that's when he was fucking buried. You sure? Could have been 1898. April 17th, 1897. So how are they supposed he to was find buried his family? April 19th. Or no, that was the when the morning news posted it. But how are they going to go find his family in 1897? Why didn't they try? Well, where are they going to go? Where Where would they go, Randy? They couldn't go to space. They didn't have the capability. How do they know it's from space? Because how do they know he's not from Mexico or Canada? Because I'm pretty sure in 1897 they they've seen Mexicans. How do they know that he's Mexicans. not from Oklahoma? Be- what, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> what I'm saying is we don't have enough information. Because Texans have seen Mexicans and Oklahomans you know? in 1897. Were you there? No, but I'm pretty right. sure. In Were Aurora? you there? No. I'm not going to say... That they did anything because all the information I have is I that he crashed. They buried him in two separate locations, the well and cemetery plot. And they didn't try to look. And then they said, oh, we're going to give him a Christian burial. Dami Noose and buried him with a pea pod on top as his cemetery plot. Jeez. That was a lot of screaming. You all haven't seen Chris scream. There's no screaming here, sir. <laughs> I am the scream. Have you, um, <laughs> no. have you ever? Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> what? Can you ask me? Yeah, Randy, have you ever heard of the Green Children of Woolpit? No, I have not. That's a story for another day. Okay. I was going to talk about it a little bit, but how you reacted <laughs> to the other story, I'm not going to I want to know about the Green Children. Uh-uh. <laughs> Are they also in Aurora? Nope. The, when I said is, the green children of wool pit, that would seem like there could be a wolf pit wolf. outside of a pit. Wool pit. Wool pit. A wool. A pit of wool. <laughs> I quit. <laughs> I quit. I quit the podcast right now. No, not by. Or by what? Whatever you want. <laughs> How do you know what he wants? You're not a Levetto. I don't. That's what I said. Uh, whatever you want. Did you try to look for his family? I put it on him because it's his choice. And that was their choice. To look or what? not to look for family. And to call it Ned. And to give it a proper burial. And to bury other things. And then not look it up. So anyway. So, so you think that the uh, Aurora one was a glider? I think nothing. I just thought it was really <laughs> interesting. They had a, a glider program there. I just thought it was funny. In the forties? Yeah. So this one this one's gonna it's gonna mess with Dina, maybe. It's not. The legend of the green children of Woolpit concerns two children of unusual skin color who reportedly appeared in the village of Woolpit in Suffolk, England. 
sometime in the 12th century, perhaps during the reign of King Stephen. The children, brother and sister, were of generally normal appearance, except for the green color of their skin. They spoke in an unknown language and would only eat raw broad beans. Eventually, they learned to eat other food and lost their green color, but the boy was sickly and died soon after he and his sister were baptized. The girl adjusted to her new life, but she was considered to be rather loose and wanton in her conduct. After she learned to speak English, the girl explained that she and her brother had come from St. Martin's Land, a subterranean world inhabited by green people. Okay, I've heard about this before. I've heard about the subterranean land and that, but I haven't heard that story. These kids were found, like, uh, abandoned. Some people found them, and they were green. Hmm. Is she, oh. is she looking up what a broad bean is? Because I was about to. Faba bean or faba beans. That's what a broad bean is? What's wrong with these children? They just have weird skin tone? And they spoke a unknown language when they found them. In what year? Uh, it's the 12th century. I think it's, yeah, the 12th century. The only near contemporary accounts are contained in William of Newburgh's Historia Rerum Angelicarum. What? No. Uh, it was written about 1189 and 1220, respectively. Oh. So, uh, one day at harvest time, according to William of Newburgh, during the reign of King Stephen, which was 1135 to 1154, the villagers of Woolpit discovered two children, a brother and sister, beside one of the wolf pits that gave the village its name. Their skin was green, they spoke an unknown language, and their clothing was unfamiliar. Ralph reports that the children were taken to the home of Richard de Colin. Ralph and William agree that the pair refused all food for several days until they came across some raw broad beans, which they consumed eagerly. Children gradually adapted to normal food and in time lost their green color. The boy, who appeared to be the younger of the two, became sickly and died shortly after he and his sister were baptized. The surviving girl explained that they came from a land where the sun never shone and the light was like twilight. William says the children called their home St. Martin's Land. Ralph adds that... Everything there was green. According to William, the children were unable to account for their arrival in Woolpit as uh, they had been herding their father's cattle when they heard a loud noise. According to William, the bells of Barry St. Edmunds and suddenly found themselves by the wolf pit where they were found. Ralph says they, they had become lost when they followed the cattle into a cave and after being guided by the sound of bells eventually emerged into our land. According to Ralph, the girl was employed for many years as a servant in Richard de Collins' house, where she was considered to be very wanton and impudent. William says that she eventually married a man from King's Lynn, about 40 miles from Woolpit, uh, where she was still living shortly before he wrote. Based on his research into Richard de Collins' family history, the astronomer and writer Duncan Lunan has concluded the girl was given the name Agnes and that she married a royal official named Richard Barr, or Barry, B-A-R-R-E. Underground kids. Yeah. That's what I'm going with. Oh, yeah? Yep. Because I want to believe. It's a good story, though. Like, I don't know like if... For that story to even survive from... The 1100s? Yeah. Uh, it hasn't really been mentioned that much. It says it was... Uh, it, the green children seemed to surface only in a passing mention in William Camden's Britannia in 1586. And uh, Bishop Francis Godwin's fantastical The Man in the Moon in the early 17th century, uh, in both of which William Newberg's account is cited. So the the boy died, right? After yeah. trying to adjust. After bab- they were baptized. Yeah. Okay, after being baptized. All right. They're green. Yeah. 
They speak an unknown language, and their clothes were unfamiliar. Wouldn't that be crazy if there really was some weird ass like subterranean? I, if there was just people living I mean, under for the earth, as little as we've actually explored our own Earth, maybe. It would just be weird. I think that would be yeah. really weird. There was a whole, like, subterranean race of people. And, like, they just couldn't handle the sun? Yeah. They were like, eh, it's not for me. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm going to stay in today. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm going to stay in every day. I think I'm going to live in a cave. <laughs> that would just be this crazy. Guided by the sounds of bells to the to a different world. Just need to keep ringing bells. Well, what if, like, Atlantis and all that stuff is like that? That's what I was thinking when you said that. I was like, oh, fuck, Atlantis. That's awesome. <laughs> Atlantis. Why aren't we finding it? I, because nobody, I don't know. Just kind of like the Bermuda Triangle when you were a kid. Yeah. Why are we not solving this problem? <laughs> I thought it was a huge problem. <laughs> and then when you get older, you're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Much like quicksand and acid rain. Oh, my God. Quicksand. I used to have nightmares about Acid rain. So maybe they weren't green. Oh, green. Chartreuse is just another yes. word for green. Green. Maybe was they're different. more of a blu- maybe they're more of a bluish gray, like a, a bluish green type situation. Because you're you can turn yes. uh, orange due to you know all the keratin overuse yeah. of carrots and and all of that. Um, but there's no green. But there is colloidal silver, which turns your skin like a bluish gray. And can some, you know, depending on your pigmentation, can look greenish. That was a popular alternative uh, therapy back in the day. For what? For different types of ailments. I mean, it's just, it's a homeopathic (laughs) remedy to basically ingest silver into your body. Colloidal silver into your body. Well, why would they, so they, but they were abandoned and they were kids. So why, why would they keep up that? I don't story. know if it was abandoned or if, it, you know, they were ingesting the silver through, uh, there was a lot of mining going on. There was no, a lot I mean, of, you know. they were, you know, they said they were lost. They got lost and then they followed the bells to the new thing. But, if, but if how long some, does like, it stay if, in your system? No, I'm just saying, like, if some kids were just, like, abandoned on the side of the road, you know, it seems like they wouldn't make up this elaborate story no i'm not saying that they were making it up yeah, i'm saying um like you know if they were mining for silver or whatever you know that the particles can go in the air but how long can that be stay in your system i don't i don't know i mean i i'm just looking at it, you know how can your skin turn that kind of color and it's saying um colloidal silver can look greenish in skin tone depending on you know, the type of skin tone you have, or it can look bluish gray. It's an all-purpose re- remedy for various infections and illnesses. It's And now it's recently had a revival in popularity. But was, it's been around forever. I've always preferred laudanum. And it's a suspension. It's a it's a liquid. But you can also uh, ingest it by, you know, inhaling and, and all that stuff. So, I mean, if they had mines and stuff, which are common in the UK. You know, it could go into the water. Okay. That accounts. But what about their story, though? Why would they... I mean, I'm trying to figure out I where they I was just thinking from. about their color. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of orphans back then. Yeah, but why would they keep up that story, though? Why keep, would they even make up that story and then keep it going for some What, long? the story that they were just lost? Yeah. Or just 
Oh, no. We came from this other place. How old were they? That they didn't even speak English right there. Oh, I don't know. It, I don't think it gave ages. I mean, it could have been like a PTSD thing. Your body kind of blocks out trauma, right? Yeah, but that doesn't explain unfamiliar clothes and a language that no one knows. Well, there's a lot of people who have PTSD who have basically uh, amnesia, and they actually speak a different language that they've never been taught. So how do you explain that? that? That's happen. not possible. It's not possible? No. Okay. How are you, How do you speak a language you've never been taught? I don't know. Look it up. <laughs> it's happened, though. There was that one show Can't. where Can't. chick went crazy, had something <laughs> happen to her in her brain, and she was speaking in a British accent. Yeah. A British accent, or yeah. they complete a completely an different language. Ax- an accent language. speaking a different language. Yeah. It's like Latin <clears throat> and French and how? Japanese. I have no idea, but there have been cases. How does your brain store a whole other language? I have no clue, and it is the weirdest. I'll tell you how they did it in Phenomenon. I've ever seen. Yeah, I know, but he had the thing on his brain. The not seen. It's the weirdest thing I've ever read. The thing on his brain. Yeah, the tumor, the hand tumor on his brain, just massaging it, saying, "You'd be great." Oh my gosh, Phenomenon. (sighs) Yes. With. Uh, John Travolta. Yeah. Oh my god, hand, I love the, that movie. The, tum- the tumor looked like a hand. Yeah, I don't remember. And that. it ma- it makes me cry every single time watching that movie. Hey, he died. Yeah, don't make me cry again. John Travolta. Uh, Data was in it. He wasn't. He was. He wasn't smart enough to cure that cancer. And then um, Forrest Whitaker. Kira said. Kira Wedgwick. Swedgwick. Yeah. All I'm saying is the Green Children were real. They came from a subterranean uh, land. That is uh, inhabited by green people and possibly green cows. Because they were walking green cows. The Wizard of Oz. Wasn't the cow, weren't the cows blue or green or something? Remember when she got to the uh, to Oz, everything was green? See, true story. That's the Emerald City. Everything was green. Well, there you go. They came from the Emerald City. There was also, uh, was it Nuremberg? The first... UFO sighting in the 15, 14 or 15, or it was maybe 1300s. They, there's a depiction that they, the people of that city drew of a battle, a UFO battle, aircraft in the sky that fighting each other. That is awesome. That's the part of ancient aliens. Didn't they have, they had the same thing in Egypt. They had the same thing in, with the Aztecs. It was globally that they've seen picture, like depictions of battles Air battles. Maybe that galaxy the wasn't far, far away. Has it? Maybe the what? So it's that been galaxy. our backyard. Maybe the Star Wars already happened. <gasps> what about the the Star Trek? Not yet. I think this is really cool. What's the correlation between Ned and the no, Green the, Children? Nothing. It was just. I researched one and was like, I don't really have a lot, so let me kind of with a let me just kind of take two short ones and right and put them in. Well, one. with the kids, it's really sad because there were a you know there was a lot of orphans back then, and you don't know <laughs> what a they lot were of orphans now. Well, yeah, and but you don't know what they were exposed to. With Ned, it's interesting because they they even have a tomb for him. Why would you put concrete on his ship? Why would you do that? To hide the evidence. Okay, dig it back to up. To keep the arthritis away. 
There's arthritis everywhere. I'll Go. take a shot for it. Go. I don't care. Take a shot. For Tell me. me what you find. I will. <laughs> All right. Are we, are we gonna? Are we gonna do it? Are we gonna take a vacation? Oh my <laughs> Not god. To Aurora. Yeah. I mean, I'll I'll sunbathe in the middle of a a farm, and we'll dig up Ned's ship. She's very and, aggressive and today go hang with gliding the, with f bombs. And... <laughs> yeah. I mean, why are you saying that? I'll edit it. She's. I'll edit it. <laughs> are you gonna edit? No, it's just I didn't think funny so. the way you said edit it. I'll edit it. <laughs> edit it. <laughs> I will edit it. Edit it. We love you, Dina. Lies. Do you have anything more to add? I'm asking. What else? Aliens. Green people, blue people, purple people. What about gray people? No. Orange. Fuchsia. That's carrots. There are medicines, too, that'll turn you color. There's a heart medicine that does it. Is it amiodarone? Oh, yeah. I think it's amiodarone. It can change your color. I want to eat a bunch of carrots and see what happens. I don't. Why don't you just take a bunch of Azo Standard and just... Stained toilets. Azo makes you Not pee my a skin, lot? though. I know. Azos make you pee a lot? Yeah. Or you could do antibiotic. <laughs> Just type in <laughs> stupid hydrogen or hydrogen and stupidity and you'll find us. You will. And you can listen to us on all your favorite podcast players. Or you won't. <laughs> <laughs> I love you guys. I love you. You don't. I, I do. You put up with me. I'm on the fence about it. <laughs> Love you guys. Thanks for listening. Love lamp.